it's now become a thing in our house that I discovered by accident one day when I couldn't figure out why my dogs had developed a distinct taste for steak, tamales, enchiladas, and were not really eating their own food. And what had happened was, is that the younger kids, out of convenience when they were cleaning the table, would let scraps fall off the floor so that now we have dogs that prefer obviously people food to dog food. And they look at me when I serve them the dog food as if I've given them some kind of cheap takeout meal, you know, and they look at me like, really, this is the best you can do. Your kids do better than this, man. And I, I just don't know what to do. You can't do anything. As the saying goes, once you've been to Paris, it's hard to go back to the farm. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? <laughs> we made it. We made it. We made it to the end of 2020. Well, we're recording tonight on the, uh, yeah, we got one more day to go. One more day. And then, yeah, we have one more day and then we can say we made it. I, I, I'm confident. Went, I'm confident. I went to the store tonight and I came home and we unloaded the groceries and I told my kids, we're not going anywhere for four days. I said, that's it. We're <laughs> hunkering down. <laughs> I can't take the risk, you know, whether it's an asteroid, a volcano, whatever could happen, a tsunami, whatever could happen. I can't take the risk. The, the trend on all the social media is here comes the final act. <laughs> you know, Golly. Like, oh, here we go get ready the last hill <laughs> we watched the uh the george clooney movie uh oh yes yeah i watched that um we went what's the title of it? midnight sky midnight sky yeah. yes what did you think i liked it i mean it was it was a story about um love lost from a, a father to a child yeah but the ending, no, there's no happy. Don't ending. tell the ending, but the ending's pretty good. Yeah. I thought the ending's pretty good, but it's not. The, it's the like, president doesn't save the world in the. No, end. no, and that, I think that's the interesting thing. We have, we have more tolerance for endings where the world is not saved because we live in a COVID pandemic right now where we don't have happy endings yet. We look at these movies and we say, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. But let's get to what we really want to talk about, which right. is our top ten plus five wacky things, interesting things that happened in, in 2020. Um, I think you would agree with me. We have to start this list off by definitely expressing our appreciation for the selfless dedication of all the doctors and the nurses, all the staff people, the healthcare workers. And we also want to thank our economic su support system of truck drivers, grocery workers, stockers, Amazon warehouse workers, farm workers, and there are a host of many, many other people that had to work, you know, for example, teachers who had to go back to school to teach from class. So we definitely want to express appreciation. I know you would agree with me. It is, it is amazing when I think about the, uh, um, the genius of, for all the negative that's happened this year. The positive to me is, is that uh, the supply chain just continues to become more and more sturdy, you know? Oh, and yeah. Then, it's interesting. It really is. And, and, you know, the, the, the nurses and the orderlies and doctors and, and things of that nature, the, the, the healthcare workers. Um, wow. If you had said that you are going to be doing doctor's appointments um, by, you know, Zoom call, the advances in, in telehealth are, are crazy. And then, of course, remote work. You know, everybody, I think the number one thing is, hey, you're, you're, you're muted. Yeah, 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 you're muted. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of funny videos from that. I, I, yeah, the, uh, um, 
the way that people have have um, just flown, you know, moved right into Zoom and FaceTime calls is amazing to me. And I I think that that there's a certain amount of um, human adapt, you know, adaptive behavior that that we don't even think of Zoom calls now as being less than it was back in the day it was well you know we're doing this because we can't get our act together or some you know or somebody's sequestered now and you and I come from a day where we flew all over the country when 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 we were first married you know first had marriages and stuff like that going back and forth and I'm thinking man it would have been great if I didn't have to do that it really would have I would have been around for a lot more uh, dogs eating steak off the floor and in uh, um, you know would have been around to support my wife more and, and when the kids were little see, see a lot more of their lives so I, I think it's it's a great advance, and we'll see how people are gonna how people are gonna go. You know, what's the next step beyond that? Yeah, yeah. Well, because we're a political show, we have to definitely make a, a turn towards politics. And a record number of Americans voted, so that's a great thing. Um, you know, it uh, it was amazing. It gave the ability for our dear dearest leader to brag that he got you know x million. He did. He uh, turned out the vote. He turned out the vote. Millions of vote. But uh, the other guy happened to turn out even more. I give I'd give the dear leader credit for both of those things. <laughs> exactly. I think a lot of people turned out to vote on his behalf, but more people said, "Nah." Anyway, turn out, we have yeah, space force. Enough. We're sending astronauts back to space on our own. They happen to be sleeping with the enemy in the space station. But you know what? It all makes sense with Putin and and and, and, and Trump. Why wouldn't we have our astronauts spending the half a year up there with the Russians? It all sort of makes sense. Mm-hmm. And they get to look down, and the Earth has never been more clean. It's clear. They see this wonderful marble. Because you were going to say, I didn't want to jump on you. No, I mean, no. You were you were going to our our number seven item, which was car pollution went down, and I'm like, it really has. I mean, it it is. There's been signs that it maybe will come back a little because of where I live. You have to go over bridges over the Columbia River to get to the you know Portland proper, but um, the the air's been so clean up here, and it's normally cleaner than where we come from. But even the the one time I went down to check on my mother in, in L.A., I was like, wow, there's no air pollution because because that down. And, and you know what? That would be great if we could really keep that down. Yeah. So. And we can't, you know, we can't definitely we cannot forget, you know, Kobe Bryant passing away. You know, that was yeah. a major deal. Um, and the way he went with his daughter, you know, that was uh, tough, very, very tough. And I don't think I mean, it was tough when that happened. I don't think we don't we realize how tough this year was going to become with many people that we lost close to us. Not you know not just yeah, but- not just you know actors, but also and sports um, uh, personalities, but definitely our own families from from COVID. And you can talk about Sean Connery, you know, passing away, you know, um, and all the way to today. Um, uh, the actress from Gilligan's Island, and I, uh, Marianne Mobley, yeah, yeah, you know, so you know, just some real just. All, all of this happening, you know, right now, just the, the, the idea of people dying and it's just, it, uh, you know, why I, I, you know, on a personal level lost my father, we haven't been able to yeah. have a, fu- a funeral, you know, and, and nor can I travel out of this state to, to Southern California to be there with my mom, you know, for the, all this time. So we've just adapted to it, just a whole different level of grief and a whole different level of, of, uh, coping and it's been very very interesting to see how we talk about that and you know will we become callous to this you know i hope not i hope i hope we can say like wow we look back and we lost a lot and hopefully it it spurs us on to bigger and better things but one thing that didn't get us was killer hornets that did not damn yeah i i 
I thought that that was, you know, it was, it was like biblical. It was. First, first, first comes the plague. I, I wasn't really too, to be honest, I wasn't really too kind of concerned about it. Because remember when killer bees were a big deal and they always have on the news and you had this little line that was kind of creeping up and you knew killer bees were now in Southern Mexico. And then all of a sudden they were in Southern California and then they kept going. And then, you know what, it just kind of blew over and we're like, okay, who are the killer bees? The grumpy ones. You know. It became the sketch on Saturday night. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for, for those of us that are old enough to remember John Belushi. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. yeah. Well, in my house, you know, on number 10, we were saying Americans rushed to adopt and foster pets, which was fantastic. Right. I asked my kids, six kids, five of whom are adopted with variety of D's, ADHD, ADD, PTSD. And I said, well, we'd like to get a dog. What do you think about a, a foster? You know, we go foster dog or we, or we rescue dog. And they all said, we got enough issues in this house, dad. We don't need one of those. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, all right. And so then, don't, so then older brother, the older brother at home now, and he happens to be our birth child. He goes, dad, I got an idea. And so he said, what if we go and get a border collie? And sure enough, we went and, and bought a border collie from a, a breeder up near Canada. And, and we discovered a whole, a whole different level of issues that had nothing to do with trauma. <laughs> it's a privileged border collie. A privileged border collie, who, by the way, is with our other dog who was rescued and does have a lot of social issues. We can't take him on walks because he just cannot handle it because he's so excited the only way he can express it is just by growling and frothing at the mouth and going crazy he's just a very very overly emotional dog <laughs> it's a little yorkshire terrier silky mix you know he's been around a long time he's he's i like i like i like your 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 yorkie he's he's a good dog yeah well you know i i all i can say i, I get him i these, get him i keep telling these kids why don't you take tiktok videos we could probably be making a living off of this because tiktok is our first of our bonus five blew up this year. And I, you know, without TikTok, I don't know how my older kids would have survived. The number one app, it, it actually replaced Facebook. It re it's now the number one app downloaded on both Android and on- um, uh, Really? And on Apple, yeah, it's the number one app. And so my son has friends who are actually making a living with TikTok videos here in our little tiny town in Washington. And I said, how are they doing that? Oh, they have over like 200,000 followers. And she has over 700,000 followers. And I'm like, but these are just normal kids. I mean, these are not like famous kids. You know, like when you're from Southern California, every kid aspires to be on a children's television show for Disney or has been sure, or has a dot sure. or has auditioned or has been on a commercial. It's like, it seems like every other kid has, has something like that. But up here, you just don't see it. But TikTok has definitely brought the masses to our tiny town. And now you can be a star, I guess. But as we all are stars of our own zoom calls, yeah. how many, <laughs> pay attention on your zoom calls, kids. Yeah. Don't get so comfortable. You start lifting up your shirt and scratching your belly. <laughs> <laughs> and we know people that have done that in face-to-face -face meetings but yeah when, when it's caught on camera and it's preserved yeah. for posterity exactly yeah. or who's the other guy the uh, um the guy on cnn the legal analyst jeffrey tubin oh well that's like that's doing the more than more than scratching you scratching yeah, something yeah, he, yeah, he, just, I mean, yeah. and it, it, re it revealed probably a deep dark secrets that, that you know he's not on tv anymore yeah, exactly and will not likely ever be but there was the abc porter who forgot to put on pants but as Americans, you know, I, I don't, I mean, whether he forgot to put on pants or not, you know, I think the funny thing was, is that, you know, we, we have uh, maintained our lead, our lead and influence in fashion 
as sweatpants and t-shirts have become the number one item worn in America, sweatpants and t-shirts. So oh, yeah. there you go. We're it. We're number one, you know, <laughs> again. Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I'm for years. I, I railed against, you know, I thought when we first started doing zoom calls with our clients on the, on our, our, our firm, you know, both of us were putting on button down shirts and all that. That's all gone by the wayside. You yeah, know, no, I, you were putting on button down shirts. Well, you were trying. You were. You, you, I mean, you weren't wearing what you're wearing now. But yeah, I, I had a, I had a meeting with a, a potential client last week on on a, a Zoom call, and I realized I was wearing the same T-shirt that I was going to go to bed in that night, which is like you know, because you and I both have a lot of old movie T-shirts, right? Yeah, I, think I, yeah. I had. In fact, I've got it on right now. It's it says uh, "Get to the Chop." Taking it off. It says "Get to the chopper" and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. and, and Predator, <laughs> exactly. which is, which is sort of a metaphor for this year. We just it got to the metaphor. chopper, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but I, I have to say, I've talked to some people. I've had two calls out of country, and they were dressed up like you would expect someone from Asia and someone from um, England to be dressed up. You know, it was it was called for in the occasion, but not Americans, man. <laughs> we just we can find the lowest common denominator so fast that we go on binges and find the Tiger King. <laughs> tiger king and carol Number 14 Bass. we went on a binge tiger king remember when tiger king was like that was when the pandemic was first going and we all discovered the tiger king like wow i can't believe there are people that this crazy this loony this whack you know and we it, hadn't it even, we haven't even gotten to the heart of the election season yet but but it's interesting in in in, in the same with the the political landscape this year you either came down on one side or the other on tiger king right it was either he got goofed over by this gal and she's a bi you know whatever or it was you know what this guy was nutsoid and they had every right to take him down because he was abusing tigers and everybody watched a netflix what was it you know 10 episodes and we all had very strong opinions by the yeah. end which she is so fed, american she fed, she fed her former husband to the lions or whatever. oh absolutely and you know and, and it's it's so it's the typical american thing faced with you know the 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 world trade center uh, um, bombing or you know uh pearl harbor or or you know coronavirus you what do we do you that day <laughs> we find we find something to distract us and beat the beat the living daylights out of it so it was the tiger king and I, you know what he's there's a movement going on right now but, to get him you out. know there were good things that we were binging on with the queen's gambit chess is now the number one game you know it's become the the intellectual rave of our time you know it is this need to feel it is this need to feel good right you and my son-in-law have introduced me to, to soccer and because of a pandemic, I've watched a lot more games than I would have. And I'm starting to become an opinionated fan, which is yeah. part of being a soccer fan. Yeah. But we also, you know, the, some of the sports stuff too, with the, the, the thing that made me feel so good about uh, Queen's Gambit was, is that it, it, it was a real, if you have daughters and we have a gaggle of daughters, both of us, it was a daughter movie, right? It was a movie. And then there's some stuff that I went, okay, now we're reaching too far where they had the girl from the Vanderbilt football team who was the soccer goalie. Oh, and then she went and kicked a field goal? She, yeah, she kicked a field goal, you know, from, from 10 yards. And then they had the ensuing kickoff and she kicked it about 15 yards. And that was the end of her college career. But you know what? It, it, those are the things that I think keep us from, from uh, um, going over the, the edge about about stuff like the you know the dear leader and, and all the all the nonsense that Man, we're trying I'm to get so to rooting it. for the premier league because so many people look at that as just the activity to do you know to watch those yeah. games we realize how much we 
love and need sports to unite us, whether it's kind of, you know, wackadoodle type tournaments in Orlando, or it's, you know, it's uh, football games where they're trying to figure out how many people they can have without having a super spreader event. And, you know, right. Buffalo, we're talking about I, you. <laughs> you come know, on, guys. Ex- you I'll know. tell you, the, the one that for me personally, what was the, the thing that probably got me more emotionally wrapped up being a lifelong Dodger fan and having grown up in, yeah. in proximity to the stadium was the video of they let people in the parking lot of Dodger Stadium. Now, Dodger Stadium is closed. And, but for those of you that, that love baseball, when you see the lights of a baseball stadium or a football stadium, and you play you know, football, football in, in, in college and high school, that when you see those lights, there's something really holy about it you know, yeah. because it's the cathedral. Yeah. But there's no game going on in there. It was taking place in Texas, but they let people in the Dodger Stadium parking lot. And there's a YouTube video of the final out hmm. of the Send World Series. Let's put that in the notes. Yeah, well, and people are going crazy in their cars, honking their horns and everything else. And then they get out of their cars, you know, because it's getting down to the last out. And when the last out goes, and if you're, you know, as we are Dodger fans, it's been 30 years since they won a World Series. And it was like, man, being in the parking lot was almost as good as being in the stadium. But there was something that I went, you know what, that'll bring you to teary eyed that those fans were in the parking lot and they, they didn't care whether, whether the game was being played 2000 miles away or whatever, they went nutsoid. Yeah. And they're just, just screaming and yelling. They had, you know, gigantic screens with all that. That's my top YouTube video of the year. Mm. Top. Yeah. That's a, that's a good, that's a good one. We should put that in there. Well, we got to the end of our list. We made it. That's the 10. We have made one more day, one more day. If we go dark and you don't hear from us again, we didn't make it. We didn't make it. <laughs> no, we made it to the end of our list. Well, we're pretty confident we're going to make it. There's been, there's been a lot of earthquakes up here and I, and I'm just thinking, man, we have one 24 hour period for that volcano that I live 45 miles from to, you know, burp. And then, you know, there you go. What a, what a perfect ending to 2020. (laughs) Dude, we can both see Mount St. Helens from our houses and you live in. No, I'm talking about Mount Rainier. Forget Mount St. Helens. Oh yeah. It's St. Helens. Yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah there's five active volcanoes between you and me yeah exactly graphically any one of them yeah. blows we're toast we're done and then and then we haven't even talked about the fault line so but all that to say with our you know i guess i guess our theme is we've survived we survived the action flick you know and now we're going into 2021 and we don't know if we're going into a science fiction a romance or you know bromance we have no idea what we're doing but we definitely thank everybody for listening to our so far 13 episodes. And uh, we look forward to some great things in the coming year. For Looking our forward podcast. to next year. Absolutely. And, uh, it's great to talk to you. Always, as always, Jeff, you know, best to you. All right, my friend. Happy New Year to you and yours. Love you. Love your family. See you after the new year.